You're listening to Focus on the Bible. In today's episode, we answer the question, what is the worst sin of all? Have you ever heard someone say, all sin is the same to God? Is that true? There are some pretty bad sins out there. Are all those sins equal to having one more cookie than I should have at lunch? And if some sins are worse than other sins, what is the worst sin possible that we could do before God? Let's talk about this. Is it the same thing to steal a paperclip from a school? Or to kidnap a child as other sins to God? Now in one respect, it's absolutely true that to God, all sin is the same. And that respect is the fact that any sin at all separates us from holy God. And that brings with it the great consequence of eternal separation from God if we die in that spiritual condition. But apart from that, sins are very different one from another. The motivations for sin and the consequences of sin vary across the board. And I can show you that from the Bible. So it's true that all sin is the same and that any sin separates us from God. But we better believe in the Bible that God is more stirred up over some sins and brings with that sin more consequences than others. Let's focus on the Bible. John chapter 19 and verse 10 and 11, Jesus appears before Pilate. I want to read these two verses. The Bible says, Then saith Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee, and have power to release thee? Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore, he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. That is, Jesus is simply telling Pilate, You have authority that's been given to you by God. Go ahead and use it. But the one who delivered me, God, to you, had no authority to do that at all. Therefore, his sin is greater than yours. And so clearly, there is a grade of sin that's worse than another. Proverbs chapter 6 is a well-known passage of Scripture usually overlooked when people ask this question, is all sin the same to God? But I think you'll agree these verses are fair game to answer this question. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 through 19, are God's list of seven sins that he thinks are abominable sins. That is, they're worse than others to God. Let me read that. Proverbs 6, beginning in verse 16, he says, These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren." And so clearly, the Lord thinks those seven sins are an abomination. And there are plenty of other sins listed in the Bible that don't fall into that bad category. So what is the worst sin that someone could do in the eyes of God? 
This might surprise you, friend, but the worst sin found in the Bible is the sin of not believing the gospel. Let that settle on you just for a moment. I'm about to back it with scripture, but let me repeat for emphasis sake, the worst sin that you could ever do or your friend could ever do is not believe the gospel that God has declared of his son to be the true saving message sent from God. John chapter 3 and verse 19, right under the shadow of the most famous verse in the Bible, John 3.16, informs us of how bad the sin of unbelief really is. John 3.19, and this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. You see, friend, this sin of unbelief brings condemnation by God. Now, out in our world, there are all kinds of people giving testimony of all kinds of sin. And now those very people guilty of every sin that we can imagine are out there forgiven by God, saved and walking with God. But the person who commits the sin of unbelief cannot come to God, and he is forever condemned. In fact, he's condemned already, and there is nothing to remove him from that state of ultimate condemnation since this person hasn't received the gospel. In the same context, John 3.17 says this, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The good news here is the very reason Jesus came was to save every person. That is, as long as every person will believe the message he brings. He came that no one could ever be condemned. So the very thing that God does not want for these people is the very thing that the unbeliever secures forever, personally. By rejection of the gospel of Christ, he he commits the sin that leads to condemnation. Verse number 18 says this, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This very person could have committed any sin under the sun and found full forgiveness with God. But this person has committed the sin of unbelief. This is spiritual rejection. And this person now ends up condemned. I want you to take note, friend. The reason these people in in that group end up condemned from God is not because of the number of their sins. Because no matter how large the number of a person's sin, every single one of those sins that's numbered, Jesus Christ died for it, paid for it, rose from the dead to prove it. But this person who doesn't believe has rejected that salvation offered by the blood and body of Jesus Christ condemned. This person is not condemned because of some sin they did that was so bad. It's the ultimate evil. 
that God has drawn a line around that sin and said anyone who ever does this sin, they could never ever be forgiven because this sin is so bad, it's not forgivable. No, these people are condemned, the Bible clearly says in John 3.18, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And so this is the sin that condemns. This is the sin that has no forgiveness. This is the sin that divides the whole human race into two groups. Those who are saved have believed. Those who have committed this sin of unbelief are condemned now, and they will be ultimately condemned as long as they don't believe the truth. Let's look at some more scripture. 1 John chapter 5, way over in the back of your Bible and mine, has another powerful verse that shows that those who don't believe the message of God concerning Jesus Christ are the ones who have done the worst sin that has the worst motive and the worst consequence of any sin at all. 1 John and chapter 5, I want you to hear this verse as I read it, or you can follow along. 1 John chapter 5 and verse number 10, the Bible says, He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believed not the record that God gave of his Son. Does anyone want to stand before God and call him a liar? Well, the Bible says that this sin of unbelief is so bad that it causes a person to make out that God is lying about what God has said about His Son. That is serious infraction against God. And God is so upset with this sin of unbelief that these liars against God haven't believed the message that God gave of His Son. Here's another verse. Romans and chapter 1. Here's another verse that might be a little familiar, but usually this verse goes unnoticed when we try to answer this question, is all sin the same to God? No, no, it's not all the same to God because this awful sin of not believing what God has said leaves a person in full condemnation from God. Because they've rejected the very salvation that God has intended that they would have. Romans chapter 1 now. In verse 18, the Bible says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So, admittedly, these people must have other sin. The word here is ungodliness, and the word here is unrighteousness. They have those sins, ungodliness and unrighteousness. But the sin of not receiving the truth that God has revealed to people leaves them guilty of all their sins and condemned before God. Verse 19, the Bible says, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. What I'm telling you is God has gone out of his way. God has been over backwards to reveal himself to us. 
He's done it in simple ways. John chapter 1 and verse 9 says that he's given a light to every man who's come into the world. From birth, God has revealed himself in our conscience. And every day and every night, God puts his creative power on display in the heavens for the whole world to see. And those who look into their own conscience and know that there is a God and deny the voice of the light of that conscience and who look into God's heavens and continue to see the glory of heaven but deny the creator of that glory... They end up condemned and on the wrong side of God. Furthermore, verse 20, he says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Those people who continue to reject the Truth of God revealed from birth and in the heavens and daily God speaks to reveal himself to people all over the world. Those who reject it end up condemned and they will have no excuse before God. So friend, make no mistake. The worst sin of all is the sin of unbelief. That sin is the unforgivable sin in the eyes of God. It leaves a person unable to be saved because they've rejected God's message of his Savior. The good news for us is this. No matter what we've done that's wrong, that can be forgiven as long as we believe. Friend, no matter what is your wrong, no matter what your history looks like, no matter the skeletons in your closet, and the darkness of your past. Jesus knows all about it today, and he embraced it when sin was imputed to him, when he fell under the curse of God, the death penalty of the cross. He loves you that much. He died for all of it on that cross. He rose again to prove it to you three days later. Believing in Jesus Christ is your only way out and your only way to heaven. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This episode is a production of Focus Evangelistic Ministries Incorporated. You can write to us at Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. For more information about our ministry, you can visit our website, freddycoyle.org. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-C-O-I-L-E dot org. We can't wait to see you again in the next episode of Focus on the Bible. Focus on the Bible.